This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. The important thing is now, yes, God has done his part. Now I got to do my part. You don't just quit because it's rough. You don't just quit because it's not going the way that you think that it should go. I put something out there on social media. I said, love is not enough. Google Gaga, oh my gosh, baby, you're looking so sweet. Ooh, let's go in the bedroom. It's not all about that if you want to last 25 years. Because after a while, all that stuff goes away. No more butterfly. Glory to God. Can I talk to somebody in this house? The butterflies go away. Hallelujah. You look at them and say, uh-uh, not today. Good night. Praise God. There's got to be something else in the equation to make it work. Consistency steadfastness, knowing that this is it, I made this decision before man and before God, and I'm going to stick with it, hallelujah, I'm not talking to us about marriage this morning, but I'm talking to us about when things don't go the way that we think that it should go, we do not give up as children of God, you try again, tell your neighbor, try again, try again, tell your neighbor, I'm going to try again, I will not give up. I shall not be defeated. I'm saying it again that the only defeat is not that you failed. Hallelujah. But that you refuse to try again. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. Amen. It doesn't matter. You know, I was saying, I think it was two Sundays ago that, you know, the end of the year is coming. You know, we want breakthroughs. We want testimonies and all of that. Amen. And I have a testimony this morning to the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. I was so, I finished school in March. And it was a challenge for me to go to the next level. Like, I was like, okay, I finished the school. I felt like an imposter. I didn't really learn anything in that school. Like, okay. And not only did I, those were not the only things that made me feel like an imposture. I put something on social media. People started saying things like, you know, people can be mean on social media. If you want to be famous on social media, you better be ready because they will tear you down. They will tear you up. Tell you number, they will tear you up. You have to have balls if you want to make it in this uh, social media, whatever. You want to be famous. You want people to, you want to be a social media sensation. Glory to God. They started poking at me. They said, and you are even happy. You're going to a second tier school. I didn't even know that there was, you know, first tier, second tier, third tier. If you're not going to Arlington and all those places and all those, you know, schools, uh, you know, name them, name them, all the one, Ivy. Yeah. You're not, they shut me down on social media with words. With, with message, comments. Comments can shut people down if you're not careful. They said, you're happy because I, you know, I did a video and I was saying, I'm going to be a nurse practitioner, this, that, and the other. What am I saying to somebody this morning that I want you to learn? Do not allow anyone to stop you. Hallelujah. No comment better stop you. Hallelujah. They wrote a comment. They said, you are, you are happy. You are going to a second tier school, world day, world day, and you are happy. 
I took two steps back. I never heard it before. Walden is two tier. What is first tier? What is third tier? It humbled me. But sometimes the enemy will allow little, little things that somebody says. You know, we say so many things, and I've said this before to people in church. You see somebody's stomach that is big. You go to them and you press it. You say, ah, ah, this is your stomach. You need to do something about it. Are you pregnant? This person has fibroids that is big, and it's, it's, it's something that they're dealing with that's causing them pain, that maybe is causing second, secondary infertility, or maybe they haven't even had children, and you're saying words that makes impact in people's lives behind closed doors. So this comment, I was like, ah, I'm in second tier school. Ah, Walden, it's not a good school. I started researching Walden, and then some other people said that there was a case against Walden. Maybe they're not accredited, or there's all manners of stuff that people were saying. I had to go and research. I started, I didn't post Walden anymore. <laughs> I was ashamed of Walden. I was, I mean, I'm telling you, it was bad. So eventually I finished, you know, and so all of this imposter syndrome settled in, and I realized that imposter syndrome is really something. So it settled in and I was like, you know what? Um, I might not, you know, I don't know, I don't know anything. I, didn't, I really didn't learn anything in Walden, you know. I mean, you know, I start, the enemy will start, how many people can, can understand where I'm coming from? The enemy will start rationalizing stuff in your head that doesn't even exist. And I'll tell my husband, you know, I don't really know anything. He'll say, stop saying that. Stop saying that you're learning. <laughs> I don't, it's not feeling like it. So all of that allowed me not to take my exam for the longest time. Hallelujah. And I kept, you know, I get on the pulpit. I say it, you know, I say it because I am, it's an accountability thing. That I come before you and I say those things so that I have an accountable, you guys are my accountability partner. That eventually I'm going to have to sit for that exam. Hallelujah. So eventually I sat for this exam last Wednesday. Hallelujah, somebody. And I passed. I passed. I said I passed. I passed. Somebody say glory. Say glory. I want to reintroduce myself to you. My name is Joyce Sonny. Advanced practice registered nurse. Hallelujah. Masters of science in nursing. Psychiatric mental health. Nurse practitioner. Board certified. When I didn't believe in myself, I trusted in God. When I didn't believe in myself, I trusted God. On the day of the exam, my husband said, after you've done all that, I didn't come to church last Sunday. I was studying. My husband says, after you've done all that you can, you stand and wait for the salvation of the Lord. I said, thank you. I went to the exam. I took the exam. The exam was challenging. It was difficult. Amen. When I came out, I was upset with my husband. I don't know for what. It's called, it's called projection. Yeah. Hallelujah. He said that, you know, you've done all that you can. You're going to just stand. And I said, I didn't do all that I can. <laughs> I didn't, I know that God could do his part, but I didn't do my part. That 
exam was difficult. And I just, I just, I was like, it was so difficult. I can't imagine how I could have passed it. So when I checked it, and it said, you know, it doesn't tell you whether you got an 80 or 90. Pass is pass, fail is fail. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I looked it up, it said, pass. And I give God the praise. Because truly, I did all that I could and God took the rest home. Amen. I want to encourage somebody that you're still believing God for your breakthrough for this year. That if you don't not lose faith in God. That scripture that we prayed earlier, I want to look at it again. It's in Hebrews. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 verse number 6. It says something so pretty. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Look, when I believed that I was not, I kept my faith on God that he is. When I can't make it, I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like that imposter syndrome. God says I am. So we don't have to have all the answers. It's what I want to tell somebody this morning. But all you have to do is trust in God. Do what you can. But do it, do it, do it. Make sure you do it. Do what you can and trust God for the rest. It says, and it's so beautiful. It says those that want to, what does it say? It says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder. Somebody say a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. It doesn't stop there. Verse 7 starts telling us about Noah. It says, by faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. I wanted us to stop there for a second so you understand how, how faith works. Amen. Because you're moving in fear doesn't mean you don't have faith. Because you're moving in fear doesn't mean you don't trust God. Amen. You're, you're human. God knows you're human. You're approaching the situation, the delay that it took me. How many months was that between March and now? All those months where I was delaying in taking that exam, there might be some of you under the sound of my voice, you're delaying to get that thing done because of fear. But because you have fear doesn't mean you're not moving. Because the Bible says something. Are they pulling it up for me? The Bible says something that in fear, Noah was doing what God said. Hallelujah. It is okay to move in fear as long as that fear is not causing you to plant your feet in one position. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying to you this morning? As long as that look, I have always, and I've said it before. I'm the type of person, maybe because I left my parents at a very young age, and I experienced a lot of negativity. I have learned and I have mastered the art of using negative things to be my propeller. Hallelujah. I'm not waiting for anybody to celebrate me. I'm looking for you to insult me. That's, what, that's my momentum. Hallelujah. How to use negativity. Both the ones that they said to my face and the one that is said behind me. To use it as a propeller. 
Do you know what a propeller is? On an airplane, it winds you. By the time it finishes winding and it takes off, it's like a bullet. Hallelujah. Learn how to master the art of negativity to be your stepping stone. I love it when people are negative. I love it when people say, I cannot do it. Because I know that that word is not only in me. The Bible says, great is he that is on the inside of me. So when I'm moving, I'm not moving by myself. Myself, my natural self will move with fear. But the God in me, my God self will move knowing that I am in motion. Hallelujah. So we must not allow negative things, negative setbacks, anything to stop us from that goal. You know, when it comes to all the testimonies I've given before about, you know, if you remember when I first graduated, I said, you know, how ADHD and all of that. But I realized that when it's time to focus, I can hyper-focus and I will not be able to remove my eye from the goal. You have to develop something within, inside of you that will not allow you, regardless of how many setbacks, to remove your eyes from the goal. Hallelujah, somebody. You know, the Bible says, because Leah was hated, not because of anything else. In the olden days, they had that, you know, where you have two wives or whatever have you. And one is prospering and booming. She's just popping it out every year, popping out babies every year, whereas one was barren. And so, you know, when somebody else has something and you don't have it, they want to shame you on it. Hallelujah. Because you done got it now, you want to shame somebody instead of you to help somebody. Amen. Now that I am a licensed practitioner, is it not right for me to now, hey, this is the steps I took. A, B, C, and D, go do it. That's what Dr. Obi did it to me. She passed. That's what Sister, uh, 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 Sister Nikkei did to me. Here it is. This is what, they, what you need to study. Some individuals will re they withhold the information. They will mock you. Oh, like, you know, exactly, an enemy of progress. They will mock you because they got it. They don't want you to get it. Why? Why? We, this city is bigger than, let me not say something crazy, glory to God. This is enough for psychiatric. It's enough people. <laughs> it's enough people to go around all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, we don't have to even fight. Sister Obi didn't have to stop me. It's enough in San Antonio to go around and we all have enough patience. It's enough. Don't have to worry. Amen. The Bible says because Leah was hated, that was the only thing. She was hated and because of God, God opened her womb. I love it when I'm hated. Oh my God, I get excited. Because when I start hearing, I'm like, God, you're getting ready to do something great in my life. I love it. And I just pray. Let them keep on talking. Let them keep on talking. Let them keep on talking. You know why? Because God is about to answer my prayer. The Bible says, because Leah was hated, God 
opened her womb. I prophesy over somebody in this house that because you are spoken about negatively, because they did not believe in you, the Lord will open your womb. I said the Lord will open your womb. I said the Lord will open your womb. Everything that you desire, God will do it for you. He says, faith. He rewards those who diligently seek him. It's not possible for you to seek God and he disappoints you. It's not possible. There might be some delay. The Bible says Noah. Let's look at it again. It says Noah moved with fear, prepared an ark with the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heirs of righteousness, which is by faith. Hallelujah. It says, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, which, which he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. He didn't even know where he was going. He just trusted God. Amen. By faith, he sojourned to the land of promise and in a strange land. And then another one that I love this. The Bible says, Sarah too, by faith, believed the word and did not consider the deadness of her womb. God opened one womb, amen, that has been barren. And then another one, the Bible clearly tells us that it was dead. Because the word of God is alive, you do not consider your dead situation. The Bible says that she did not consider the deadness of her womb, but she had faith. Hallelujah. It is impossible for us not to take our eyes off the goal and not allow a permanent damage. Somebody say permanent damage. A permanent damage of people's comments. It may, you, you might get shocked, like thrown off balance. Like, wow, she really said that? Wow, he really said that? Wow, they really, wow, Walden is second tier? It shocked me. But I regrouped. Look, there are people who went to first tier. They've taken their exam number one time, two, three, four, five. I'm not saying it to discredit them, but I remember there was a girl that I went to school with. I'm sorry, I didn't go to school with her. I was on the job with her. We were both CNAs. We both uh, graduated from our different schools. I've always gone to second tier school. Always. St. Phillips, all of them. I've always gone to same, um, a second tier school. And she went to a first tier school, um, Incarnate Word University. I mean, blue collar, what else, what else can we call it? First tier, what else? Ivy League, whatever, beautiful. She went there, me that went to St. Philip's College, I passed my boards. And she took it over five times before she passed it. Don't let your situation, don't measure yourself with somebody else and say that because you're different, you may not pass. Because they said that they're elite. You, that you're not elite, you may not pass. 
us. The Bible says they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. Don't think because you don't have the same qualification as somebody else that you're not going to make it. Amen. Don't compare yourself with somebody else. Run your own race. Say to your neighbor, run your own race. Run your own race. Do your own thing. Face God the way he wants you to travel. Hallelujah. Don't look at somebody else's watch and say, oh my God, oh my God, I'm running out of time. Oh my God, oh my God. Do it at your own pace. And I'm also encouraging those that may not get it the first time. That girl didn't give up. She's not a negative story. She went to an Ivy League school, but she didn't get it on the, she got it maybe on the fifth or the sixth, but she didn't give up. So victory was still hers. She was not going to accept defeat. I'm speaking to everything that may be under the umbrella of failure this morning. I'm speaking to everything that may be under the umbrella of failure for a child of God that you must understand you're failing forward. Hallelujah. You're failing forward. And when you fail forward, can you imagine a, a child running? The child is running and they fall. You know how a child fall? Only adults fall like this. A child falls, they fall forward. As soon as they fall, they don't even think. It's only an adult that will be wondering, with as big as I am, <laughs> what, you, you checking, what, where's the rock, what, as big as I am, what made me fall? But a child is not wasting that time. A child falls, they don't even look back. They fall immediately, they get back up, they're running. Fall forward. Hallelujah. The Bible is making sure that we understand that faith in God should be superior to faith in ourselves. If you know what you carry and you know whose you are, then you will approach situations differently. You are not good enough, but the God in you is good enough. Hallelujah. I am not good enough, but the God in me is good enough. We went to see Sister Nikkei yesterday. She was saying something to me that was so outstanding for me. I mean, I grew up in this country. You know, my accent is minimal compared to hers, yeah? She was saying that in spite of her accent, she's making impact. Amen. You don't say because of any limitation, you will not make impact. So some people will be like, you know what? Oh, yeah, you know, just Pastor Joyce, you know, you know, she grew up in this country, whatever have you. Her accent is not that much. It doesn't matter. You know, it was also yesterday somebody was saying that people recognize money talks. So whether you have an accent or not, when you want to spend money, they respect you. My husband, after we finished with Sister Nick Express, we were dressed in African attire. I had Gilly on. My husband had his fila on. We went to an exquisite restaurant that I didn't know they even exist. I thought it was only in California. Hollywood, they have that kind of restaurant. It's here. Pastor, what's the name of that restaurant? What is it? Every, something V's. Very classy. Then we walked in in black African attire. Like kings and queen. 
they started bowing. I'm not even kidding you. I, I'm not kidding you. Pastor is my witness. The, the waiter took us to our seat after they've complimented me and complimented me. Oh, wow, 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 wow. The waiter came to our table. I said, this is coming to America. <laughs> Dr. Yemi said, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Every time he came to the table, I, I was wondering, <laughs> what is going on? I mean, the price was pretty steep, but I don't think the price is worth all of this. Every time the waiter came to the table, <laughs> I, said, I said, Pastor, you look like a king going. <laughs> With this, Pastor had his regalia, had everything to the side. To the side. He walked in there. I thought, I'm going to spend some money. And here, I want to celebrate my wife. They said, oh, what do you guys celebrate? My wife just passed her board exam. They I couldn't believe it. I just, I was, it was like, not even real to me that every time he came to the table it wasn't sister Betty it wasn't the regular you know like oh yes sir yes pastor am I kidding <laughs> I was like when you know who is on the inside of you your dressing changes you're bolder because the, when you're there, they're not looking at your accent. They're not looking at the way you're dressed. They're looking at you about to spend some money up in here, up in here. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the God in us, whether it was our regalia, whether I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the money we were about to spend. The man just kept going <laughs> all the way down. And I'm like, wow. Look at God. In America, in San Antonio, when you know who you carry, your attitude should change. When there is a difficult situation in front of you, the way you look at it is you hit it the first time. You bounce me back? Okay. Let me take my step back. Get my step in order. Hallelujah. Eat some aku. I don't know. Come back again. Give it another blow. Oh, I'm going to double this aqua today. I'm going to rock it back again. You don't give up on that mountain. The Bible says that who is that mountain? Who is that? Oh, that is before Zerubbabel. Hallelujah. We must not give up. As children of God. Come on, stand on your feet. As children of God. Don't give up. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if it's about losing weight. Sister, don't give up. You were on a good, uh, whatever you were doing good. And then you had that. Amala uh, and beggary and everything else. Or you had that cheesecake. Or you had that enchiladas. Don't give up. Tomorrow is another day. This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message.